tailgating show. Derek Johnson along with Scott Chasen here as we get ready for another KU football season. And uh, excited for this one. We're live on KLWN. We're live out front of Big Mill. They've got great pizza, burgers, wings, cocktails. You should come on by. they got an outdoor patio. they got TVs all over. they got an outdoor kind of like beer garden area as well. It's literally on your way into Memorial Stadium at 9th and Mississippi. Not only can you stop by to Big Mill, you can stop by, say hi to us. We are uh, underneath a tree getting a little bit of shade. And uh, we got a prize wheel. You can spin it. We have T-shirts to give away, lip balm, koozies, candy, all sorts of stuff. Most importantly, we have 4KU football tickets to give away. We have a bunch of NASCAR tickets to the event that's happening on September 10th. So not this weekend, the weekend after to give away. And I've just been told we're going to have some Big Mill gift cards to give away. So why would you not stop by, get some free stuff, say hi, and uh, it's, it's literally on your way into the stadium. Scott? Thank you for joining me once again. Thanks for having me here, Derek. I'm excited. It's a new Kansas football season. I think everyone's excited about that. And I heard from a guy named Nick that it, anyone can stop by and give you a hug. And that sounds like a wonderful Yeah, I, I, I don't know if we're doing that. But we do have two people who want some KU football tickets. So um, I will get those to them in just a second. And then we'll have a couple more after that. Uh, but first impressions, Scott, um, as we head into this season here, what are your thoughts on the team? What are your thoughts on the season ahead? Well, Derek, I think the one thing that really stands out from this KU football season is just the fact that there is a legitimate two deep now in Lawrence. When you think about the transfers, the transfer class that uh, KU football has brought in, you you look at the defensive side of the ball, guys coming in from the Big Ten, coming in from like some pretty notable schools, Michigan State, Purdue. Like There's a good group of incoming transfer talent, Derek. We're going to run down a ton of names, but guys that I think we are both excited about, if you could just pick a few from that transfer list, I mean, not from from the Big Ten, but Lonnie Phelps coming over from Miami of Ohio, that is a guy I am really excited to see. I was looking at some highlights and just the number of times this dude went out and smacked someone. I, I mean, it's unbelievable. I think he will add a real nice jolt to their defense. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the big key for me. You look at the defense, give up over 40 points per game last year. Obviously, the offense has room to grow as well, um, but based on what you saw over the last few games, based on what you know you have at the running back position and what you think you could have at the quarterback position, they're just there seems to be more questions about how much better the defense is going to be because I, I think we would both agree they're going to be better this year. It's just how much better are you going to be? Take a transfer. Pick one you're excited for, defense. I, Craig Young. Craig Young's the guy for me. So I, I think Craig Young, when you see him listed as the or with Gavin Potter yeah. and the two deep, maybe it raises a little questions of, okay, I thought he was this crazy athlete and, and played for Ohio State and they were yep. struggling so hard to get him in the lineup and they wanted to. Why is he only listed as an or? I, I think it takes time for some of those transfers to get to know the playbook, get to know the scheme and everything. I would imagine, uh, plus that's the other thing um, with the two deep, sometimes it is a competition tool, right? Yeah. Like sometimes it's just, hey, let's light a fire under this guy's butt and just try to make sure he keeps competing all week long. I think Craig Young is going to play a pretty big role on this defense. I'm excited to see what it looks like. I, I Kansas doesn't all, you know, every now and again, Kansas gets an athlete like a Craig Young, but it's not often. Um, and, and to have a guy like that, and to have a guy that you think can make a difference in your defense at, you know, that kind of versatile hybrid linebacker safety position. I know it's been called different things, but every good defensive coordinator has one of those, the Hawk or whatever you want to call it. I know DJ Elliott, that was his thing, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to see what Marvin Grant, who is also listed as an or, can maybe bring to the KU secondary. I'm really excited to see Lorenzo McCaskill. This is our first look to look at the Louisiana transfer. And, Derek, this is a bunch of defensive names. How about Kai Thomas? I, I mean, I think that was the one for a lot of people here that got them excited, not because adding another running back to a, a already very talented running back room totally changes this team. But that's a really big name. That's from a prominent school. It's a guy from just down the road in Topeka. I think that got people excited about this. Team. Yeah, how could it not? And uh, 
certainly this is a team that likes fish. Hayden Hasher loves to go bow fishing. Uh, Sam Burt loves to just go fishing in general, learning how to fly fish. Lorenzo McCaskill, the guy you brought up, mm -hmm. likes to look at fish. Mm -hmm. So uh, who knows? Maybe we'll see if KU flounders or if they swim away with victory today. <laughs> We're going to take our first break here with Scott Jason. I'm Derek Johnson. Come on out. We're live at Big Mill. It's a great place to be. We just gave away two of our KU football tickets. We have two more to give away. We have more NASCAR tickets. We're going to have some gift cards to give away as well. So stop by for sure. We're going to get to our preview and our top three storylines of the game coming up on the other side. You're listening on FM 1017 and 1320 KLWN. Depend on it. Whether it's the hand-cut steaks, fall-off-the-bone ribs made from scratch sides with the irresistible fresh-baked bread, Texas Roadhouse is always focused on providing legendary food and legendary service. Head on into Texas Roadhouse at 2329 Iowa Street for great food served with big smiles at a great value. Score a Texas Roadhouse gift certificate valued at $30 for only $15 as this week's featured hometown deal at KLWN.com. Check out all the half-price hometown deals on the KLWN website and on the KLWN app. Shop local and save big this week with hometown deals and Texas Roadhouse. Barry Global wants you to come grow with them. Barry Global is expanding its Lawrence operations and needs great people to grow in their careers with these expanding opportunities. Entry-level operators get $17.50 per hour with a chance to earn a raise after 90 days. Great benefits and a company that cares are all part of joining the Barry Global team. Ask about their $600 hiring bonus. Why work a job when you can build a career? Apply today at barryglobal.com careers. Lawrence has a new team in town, Sporting KC2. The second team for Sporting KC is playing at Rock Chalk Park in Lawrence this season. Led by former Sporting KC star Benny Failhaber, SKC2 is ready to compete in the all-new MLS Next Pro League. Don't miss your chance to see the sporting of tomorrow today. Tickets are on sale now at SeatGeek.com. And don't miss your next chance to see Sporting KC play in Children's Mercy Park. Just a short drive down I-70, Sporting KC is ready for another thrilling season of Major League Soccer. Tickets are available online at SeatGeek.com. At the Merck Co-op, we're all about healthy, delicious food. We welcome everyone with fresh produce and meat, prepared foods, and fair trade coffee, and a variety of affordable, local, and organic groceries. You don't have to be a member to shop. Whatever your budget or cooking style, if you want the neighborhood gathering place, our doors are wide open to everyone. Welcome to the table. Visit your community-owned co-op in Lawrence or Kansas City, Kansas, or find us online at themerck.coop. 1320 KLWN Lawrence and FM 1017 K269 GP Lawrence. Depend on it. Welcome back into Big Mill with Scott Chasen. I'm Derek Johnson here. We have our prize wheel. We have um, all sorts of stuff that we're giving away with uh, T-shirts and, I don't know, all sorts of goodies. We still got some tickets to give away, NASCAR tickets, KU football tickets. So, KU taking on Tennessee Tech tonight. You can hear it on KLWN, 5.30 pregame after we're done here with 7 o'clock kickoff between the two teams. When you, when you look at this game from a, a quarterback perspective, it's certainly very interesting because Tennessee Tech has – you know, a, a good quarterback and a transfer in Jeremy Jeremiah Oatesfall. And for KU, obviously Jalen Daniels, the way he finished last season, gives you confidence, more confidence than you've had in a while for the opening day starter for KU. Uh, what do you kind of make of the quarterback position in this game? Yeah, it's kind of a fun quarterback matchup, right? Like, it's actually something to kind of look at. And I know KU fans have dealt with this before in, in non-conference games, not necessarily FCS level, but when you play like Grayson McCall year after year, and, and basically, I mean, Kansas was like the test case for learning how good he was. I think fans might always be weary, but no, I mean, Kansas returns Jalen Daniels, a quarterback that you feel as good about as 
probably anyone you've had on the roster in quite some time, especially what he did last year. I mean, uh, it, it was really the last few games of the season, obviously. I mean, it, that was when he played. It's when he burned his red shirt. It's where he emerged. But um, he was so impressive, even while turning the, you know, turning the ball over a few times. When he had to make big plays, he often did. He put KU in position to, you know, potentially get a few different wins. And what he did in the Texas game was so special. I, that two-point conversion was I, it was off-platform. He was immediately under pressure, and that's not a play we've seen a lot of Kansas quarterbacks make over the years. Even guys who are like Carr Stanley, Peyton Bender, who put up decent numbers, uh, they didn't necessarily make off, off-platform plays like that. So I'm very impressed by Jalen Daniels. I'm very excited to see KU in this QB matchup. Do you th- are, are you worried at all? Like, Is there any part of you that is curious if Jeremiah Oatesvall can equal what Jalen Daniels does in terms of the QB versus QB competition. Well, didn't he? He just transferred in from Memphis. Yep. So clearly, I mean, to go from where he was, I think he was Austin P or like FCS level and then went up Let's to Memphis. <laughs> um, they do have bathrooms here at Big they, Mill. <laughs> that is true. Uh, yeah, and then he obviously goes up to Memphis, so you think he's got talent. He didn't play there, so now he's back again. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he will be... He's not giving you a Big 12 quarterback preview would be the way I would put it, but he will be better than your, you know, your average FCS level quarterback. You asked the question, I'll, I'll read this and I'll pose it to you. Is this Rhode Island 2.0? I think we've seen sports betting now legal in Kansas. The line on the game is in some places over 30 and in other places it's closer to four touchdowns. What, what are you expecting? Is this a Rhode Island 2.0? And for those who don't remember, Rhode Island was just a bloodbath basically from the beginning of the game. I don't think it's that. Like, that Rhode Island team was maybe the worst team in FCS. (laughs) I don't think this team is that. But I think this team is probably closer to that spectrum of things than it is to the spectrum of, like, I don't know, North Dakota State or, like, a South Dakota State or something like that. Yeah, so Um, so let me ask you then. Then what what do you need to see to be happy leaving today? Yeah, to feel like that the KU, I don't know, that that they're on the right trajectory, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um See, I don't know if there's a specific score. It's more so just like, is it not really a game in the second half? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think back to the, uh, I want to say it was South Dakota, not last year, the, the game with Charlie Weiss. I want to say it was 2013, 2014, something like that. And KU won that game. There was one game where South Dakota, like, charged back, and KU had to get an onside kick or something to win by, like, seven or something. Mm-hmm. But there was another game that KU just kind of won handedly. It was, I want to say it was, like, 34-17 or something. It was the game that Keon Stowers had mm-hmm. the interception, the, the big defensive tackle for KU. It was just kind of a ho-hum win. Like, they never, like, dominated the game, but it was never really a game either. It was kind of just a boring ho-hum victory. Like, that would be fine to me. But if you go out there and you win and you cover the spread, you win by 30, 40 points, I'll be impressed with it. And this is Chip. And if you're like me, your pets mean the world to you. And if disaster strikes, saving them is a priority. Learn how to keep your best friends safe at AmericanHumane.org. The COVID-19 vaccine is an important choice for people at higher risk of COVID-19 complications because of diabetes, high blood pressure, and heart conditions. Getting back to life, it's up to you. A message from the American Heart Association. Seeing the world through new eyes and the earth from miles above. Not just breaking news, but breaking barriers. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. 
Breaking news from Academy Car. Crazy prices everywhere are making people say no to things they want and need. It can be a huge pain at the pump. I'm Lonnie Blackburn. And I'm BJ Blackburn. So here's what we've decided to do. It's our nickel pickle sale. Right now, just a nickel and you can drive. You can drive a nicer, newer car for just five cents down. Drive a nicer, newer car for the low, low payment of only two sixty nine a month. We're in a pickle and you can drive for a nickel. And my For the People credit approval process, whether your credit is the best, blemished, or bruised, means you could be approved and driving today. And up to $2,500 for any old trade, regardless of condition. So come in, have a pickle, bring your nickel, get approved, and drive away today. I'm Lonnie Blackburn. And I'm BJ Blackburn, and we're your dealers for the people. In lovely Lawrence, Kansas. Log on now, academycars.com, or call us, 785-841-0102. Academy Cars. Requires approval. Offers do not combine. Negative equity may be refinanced. Stock number 9618. Nickel down. Sales tax. Added min fee extra. 3.99% APR. 269 per month. 75 months. Minimum trade-in does not apply to advertised Hey, are you free on Monday night? Sorry, gotta watch Monday Night Football. What about Thursday? Sorry, Thursday Night Football. Friday then? I'm not gonna miss out on Lawrence High and Free State. What about Saturday? That's college football. Gotta watch my Jayhawks. And don't even ask about Sunday. How do you even have time to do chores like dishes? I don't. I go to the 23rd Street Brewery. I get great food, drink, and a TV everywhere I look. And no dishes for me. The 23rd Street Brewery on the corner of Clinton Parkway and Castle. And my good friend loves gardening, but she's moved to an apartment. Any ideas for a gift for her? Hi, I'm Ann with Clinton Parkway Nursery. And now I'm Julie's personal shopper. But Julie, I have just the answer. How about a houseplant? I didn't think of that. And if I remember, you have a great selection. Yes, we do. Hanging baskets, floor plants, tables or desk plants, succulents, cacti. Also a nice selection of pots. You can't just give them a plant in a black nursery pot. Wow. Now I have a great gift idea and I might even get me one or two. Clinton Parkway Nursery at the corner of Clinton Parkway and Wakarusa. Look for the flowers on the roof. 1320 KLWN Lawrence and FM 1017 K269 GP Lawrence. Depend on it. You know, Derek, the the joy of doing a live show, it's our first technical difficulties of the season. And uh, I probably not to be the last. Yeah, probably not, but that's okay. All right, so look, we're doing our top three storylines. I'm excited about the running backs. Why don't you go with your first and why why don't you double dip here? Why don't you give us a couple of good storylines? Okay, a little serpentine. Uh, my number one. How much better is the linebacking unit in general? And, and this kind of plays into how much better is the run defense, right? The run defense struggled so much last year, gave up over six yards per carry. They bring in all sorts of new linebackers via the transfer portal. And then you add in the fact that a lot of the returning guys just seem to have gotten better from last year. That's something where I want to see how much better is it? Because if it goes from being really bad to bad, like how, how much impact is that going to have? But if it goes from being really bad to like Big 12 average or something, then you're kind of talking. My number two is the offensive line creating a real push. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've kind of brought this up uh, several times throughout the show this week on RCST. We brought it up earlier in this show. You didn't really create much of a push against South Dakota last year. And a lot of those runs were one yard, zero yards, negative one yards. You have to be able to create a push so the running backs can take over. And let's be honest, like, the running backs for KU, like any of the top four, maybe even any of the top five, or Tory Lachlan, mm-hmm. are probably going to be the best athlete if you compare them to any of the 11 players on defense for Tennessee Tech. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So if, if you're getting a push that is allowing those running backs, who are great athletes, to be able to dart and weave through traffic defensively, that's how you win the game by and, and, you know, 30, 40 points and cover the spread. Yep, and I, I think you would have to hope, if you're a Kansas fan, that KU 
you know, the key running back's ability to navigate that offensive line is slightly better than the crossing guard who's right in front of us at the intersection. I'm watching and having a really fun time doing that. Okay. If you uh, hear any whistles, we're, we're not on the football field. There's <laughs> there's not any, like, plays that are being run. It's just no, the crossing guard. Not quite. All right. Number two, for, uh, for me, is personnel groupings. Um, look, we're not going to see everything. We're not going to see all the plays. We're not, you know, we may see a trick play or two just to put something on film. But we're not going to see everything, nor should we expect to. It's early in the season. You won't even show everything or have everything in until late in the year. But I want to see what it looks like when KU has two, three tight ends on the field. I want to see what it looks like when KU puts two, three running backs in the game at the same time. You know, obviously they're not, you know, we're not bringing back the, the full house, you know, whatever from um, from years and years past. And obviously I, think I just think of that Stanford formation uh -huh. when like Jim Harbaugh was there and it was like they had no receivers. It was just like four <laughs> tight ends, two extra offensive tackles. I don't even know if the math adds up there. No, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just want to see what it is. And, and then my last one before we get to yours, I want to see what this young secondary looks like. Um, for me, it, it really, you know, opened up my eyes when Jacoby Bryant was listed as an or as a starter because I think we knew Romello Dotson was going to be a starter with the way camp went. So, you know, you would have expected that Kalen Gervin would have held that down on the opposite side. The fact that Jacoby Bryant's already kind of pushing to be a starter, I think that's impressive. I think for KU, you want to see what it looks like. I want to see how him and Romello Dotson play because I think they both have the chance to be pretty good. Uh, by the way, uh, better name change. Uh, Jacoby Bryant going to Kobe Bryant mm -hmm. on the two deep or Armaj Reed Adams. Or, or I think it was Armaj Adams Reed at one point. Now it's Armaj Reed Adams. Yeah, I, I always like Jacoby Bryant. Uh -huh. I, I'll say, I mean, I... Equal, fine. I thought you were going to say Mellow Dotson. He was Rob Oh, there's Mello, also Shad Dabney now. Yeah, well, that was always his nickname. Was I just, I just okay. don't think he went by it. KU needs like a Kool-Aid McKinstry. That's where this <laughs> thing is headed. If you are a prospective KU athlete, consider changing your name to a great brand to get an NIL deal. That's some free yeah. advice for you. Like I'm not the Crawford, right? What's your third, uh, your third story? Uh, my third is not the names. It is what role will Jason Bean play? <laughs> um, obviously, if KU gets up big, we'll see him in the backup quarterback spot, right? But does he come in at all in a running back or receiver position? Does he come in in a trick play situation? Does he come in in like a, you know, it, it's technically wildcat, but mm -hmm. is it really because it's actually a quarterback? Or do you just, you know, do you save it for West Virginia in week two? Or do you put something on tape so they have to do extra preparation for it? Can I give you a comparison here? And it doesn't really work um, style of player, but you remember when like the San Francisco 49ers had Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick mm -hmm. and it, and it wasn't like they designed packages. They had a plan for how they were going to use Kaepernick. And then an injury obviously changed that Kaepernick kind of took over and actually, you know, they ended up going to the Super Bowl. But um, that was a designed two quarterback scheme. That was not a starter and another starter and an ongoing competition. Like you saw often in the David Beatty era, that was a starter and a clear like change of pace sort of guy. And I think it was effective in the NFL. I think it's been effective in college. I'd love to see what it looks like at KU. Yep. Well, we uh, just gave away our last KU football tickets, but we do have $5 gift cards to Big Mail. We also have NASCAR tickets to give away, other T-shirts and candy and koozies and whatever else you need here at Big Mail. So with that being said, let's get on to our players to watch here. Um, so we're each going to take three of them. Mm -hmm. I gave you the first pick last time, and then it caused the the... the Technical difficulties. That, that is I what caused so the technical I take the difficulties. First pick this time. People don't know this. Nick is back in the studio. Just <laughs> immediately heard me start talking yeah. and just like smashed all the machines <laughs> in the back there. So go ahead, Derek. Okay, I'll take uh, Taiwan Berryhill. Oh, and we're at a break. Sorry, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that goes in line with my linebacker talk. Yeah, because Taiwan Berryhill. I think we've heard more about his improvement than maybe ever any player on the defense, mm -hmm. maybe on the team. I don't know, just in terms of improvement level. Like, um, you're talking about a guy that it sounded like the big difference for him was he's always been the athlete. He's always had the body. He's like 6'2", 225, right? But the difference for him was getting in the playbook, getting the right work ethic, getting the right routine and everything. And then 
I think some of the transfers in the competition coming in maybe, you know, gets you a little extra motivation. I think he took that well. Now, how much is his spot in the 2D being a starter over, you know, some of those transfers like Eric Gilliard and Lorenzo McCaskill? How much is that to stay? How much is that a motivational tactic for those transfers? But I'm interested to see what he looks like because clearly he's earned at least this spot in the opening night, and we've heard so much about him, so let's see what it looks like on the field. I'm really interested in all the linebackers. I have one. I'll I'll go with my linebacker pick. I'll work kind of out of order here because I'm really interested in Lorenzo McCaskill, just like I'm interested in seeing what another year of development for Gavin Potter looks like, just like I'm interested in seeing, you know, what Craig Young looks like. I'm I'm interested in all these guys. I picked McCaskill because, you know, he's been kind of at a disadvantage joining the team late and then missing, you know, uh, just those first few days, which maybe doesn't sound like a big deal but when you're already transferring in and coming into a new system you know any extra day or two that you can't be out there um, is going to set you back so I am interested to see that linebackers room I I think there's legit again a legitimate too deep and I think it's the case where you don't necessarily have to find starters and backups it could be guys that rotate throughout the season but I am a believer that if this team's going to be at its best Lorenzo McCaskill will be playing a lot of snaps defensively late in the season. Okay, I'll take uh, one of the receivers second. I'll go Luke Grimm. Luke Grimm, to me, is my favorite for if you're picking someone to lead the team in receiving yards, to lead them in receptions. Yeah. He had such a good connection with Jalen Daniels last year. He had a good connection with Jalen Daniels even as a freshman when both were true freshmen in 2020. I think they just have a good connection there. I, I remember asking Jalen about that in uh, along media days along the way, and he said he just lit up when I asked him the question. Like A lot of times when you ask those types of questions, you'll get guys just give you the coach speak answer where it's like, Oh, yeah, he's great. Like, he does all these things right. But we have a lot of great receivers. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he lit up. He was like, yeah, me and him just – we just – ever since day one, we just clicked, you know? And and I think you see that on yeah. the field. Um, I also – the fact that he's listed as the backup kick returner and the starting punt returner, that tells me that maybe he has more – a little more upfield explosiveness and juice than he might get credit for. I think it's a big year for Luke Graham. I want to see it tonight. Yeah, let me give a quick Luke Graham anecdote that – Hope you know if you're a KU fan, might make him like him even a little bit more. Um, and this is a guy who's been playing since he was a freshman. You know how he ended up at KU is kind of a funny story. He went to a camp. They wanted to try him out at defensive back, and eventually he was just so good that they took him at receiver. And then he was so good he forced his way onto the field. But this was a guy. You know, at the time I was covering recruiting and, and writing about KU and. Uh, this was a guy who was so enthusiastic about being a future Jayhawk. I don't know that I've ever talked to anyone who was so active in recruiting other people, in informing himself on what was going on with the recruiting of every other athlete in the state of Kansas, going out of his way to make sure he was active, engaged, and and trying to help KU with its recruiting. I I always thought that, that that showed that Luke Grimm was authentic about wanting to be at KU, and certainly He's shown it on the field. I'll go quick on my second one again. I, I named him earlier, Topeka guy, Kai Thomas. Um, I just want to see what it looks like. I want to see him run behind that offensive line. You know, Velton Gardner last year started as the number one running back. He really struggled um, in the scheme. He never seemed to quite figure it out. Maybe it wasn't the best fit for him. Let's see what Kai, Kai Thomas looks like running the KU scheme, and let's see how it looks week one. Okay, um, I'll go with another receiver. Uh, I know this is a little redundant, but I'm going to go Quentin Skinner mm-hmm. um, because I think he was maybe the guy who got vaulted into the starting lineup because of the the stuff going on with Tanaka Scott and Trevor Wilson. Mm-hmm. And I want to see if he takes advantage of it. You're talking about a guy who was listed at six foot two coming out of high school. He's now listed at six foot five. So I mean, I don't know if just the measuring was wrong. He wasn't the guy who was rated as a recruit. So maybe you just don't have yeah. you know a guy who went out to a bunch of camps or something and, and had that publicity there. Um, but he's one of the fastest players on the team, straight line speed. He's obviously got a big body. I wouldn't be surprised if he like 
catches a deep ball tonight or makes some big play that makes you notice him in tonight's game. And this is his opportunity because KU needs receivers to step up. Like, I, I feel confident what Luke Grimm is going to be. You don't really know much about, uh, around that. Like, I, I feel pretty good about what Lawrence Arnold is going to be. Outside of that, it's, it's totally open. So let's see if uh, Quentin Skinner can take advantage of that and be one of the guys at receiver. Let me tell you why that's a great pick. Oh, I'll thank give you. you a little bit of credit. You're welcome. You're welcome, Derek. You're welcome. It took a lot for me to say. This is very big of me. Um, some might say no. Um, this is his chance, right? I mean, think about Jared Casey's situation last year. Not to compare like for like, because obviously there are different situations happening with other players that put those guys in the position to, to even make plays. But Jared Casey was not KU's number one tight end. He was not KU's number two option at tight end. Like, eventually the opportunity came available, and he proved, hey, I am as good as any tight end on this roster, scholarship or not. And Quentin Skinner now has that exact same possibility. I know both guys have been put on scholarship, so it's not quite, again, the same for same. But, look, if he goes out and he balls like the way that guys have been saying in preseason, you know, he, he'll be a part of this rotation. He'll be there to stay. My third guy is Earl Bostic. If I can nerd out on KU football for a little bit, this offensive line was built by three coaches. There are Les Miles guys. There are uh, obviously Lance Leipold guys. And then there are David Beatty guy, <laughs> which is Earl Bostic. And Earl Bostic converted tight end to tackle. For the longest time, it was like, is this guy ever going to play? And then he did. And then you weren't really sure about how good he was or what the fit was like. And now I think you're probably pretty excited about him as one of the top offensive linemen coming into the season. I think Earl Bostic is going to have a nice year. I don't know how, you know, where he goes beyond that, but I, I think he's got the body. I think he's got the size that if he does have the year he wants to, he's got a chance to make it at the next level. But let's see what he looks like as Kansas and Jalen Daniels left tackle because I think he is in line for a pretty good year. Okay, I like that. So if you, I, I know you took two guys who are technically backups, but mm -hmm. outside of Kai Thomas and Lorenzo McCaskill, if you had to pick someone as a player to watch who isn't listed as a starter, who would you go with? Again, outside of those two. Outside of those two. That's a really good question. Well, Jason Bean is definitely on my list. You named him earlier. I'm kind of interested in O.J. Burroughs. And I know Marvin Grant and O.J. Burroughs were listed as an or. But I think as the year goes on, you would expect Marvin Grant to, to kind of take that and run with it. We know how good O.J. Burroughs' ball skills are. It's what forced him onto the field. He even got a start in year one. I think this is a guy who has a knack for making a play. I think, didn't he have an interception in the Texas game, if I'm remembering that correctly? Late in that yes, one? it sounds right. And if not, we'll just pretend that it was, because no one... <laughs> it was the greatest interception of all time. If you're driving, listening to this, do not be on your phone fact-checking. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. No, but uh, we definitely went to a camp where he showed off, or a practice where he showed off his impressive ball skills. And, you know, a little bit of an undersized guy, a guy Kansas doesn't get if he's 6'2 and has all the physical tools. But impressive ball skills, and Brian Borland really likes him. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Um, I'm a big O.J. Burroughs guy. Does Purdue win last night if Marvin Grant's still on the team? <laughs> That's a, many people are asking that question, <laughs> many Derek. People many are people asking have it. been asking. Uh, if I have to go with a backup, let's go with... Uh, hmm, I really want to see Caleb Taylor. I, I, I heard a lot about him in the same light as Taiwan Berryhill, improved player on the D-line. So I'm curious because I, I think the defensive line actually has like two or three deep at certain positions on the D-line that they can go to and rotate to, which that hasn't been the case at all uh, in years past. He's Scott Jason. I'm Derek Johnson. We're going to take a break here. We're live out in front of Big Mill. We have a bunch of NASCAR tickets to give away for next weekend. We have $5 gift cards to Big Mill. If you come by and answer a trivia question when I'm in break, I'll give you whatever you want. We have candy, koozies, t-shirts, all sorts of stuff. Within reason. Within reason. <laughs> this is our uh, KU tailgating <laughs> show on KLWN. Depend on it. Call us now, Pizza Shuttle. 
All the cool people are doing it. Working at Pizza Shuttle, that is. In-store and delivery positions, daytime and nighttime shifts available at Pizza Shuttle. Weekend availability is a plus. Just come on down and apply in person and start making dough by, well, making or delivering dough. Hi, this is Dr. Wes Crenshaw. There are two kinds of teens in need of a therapist, those who ask for help and those who don't. If you have one who's reluctant to ask, it's okay to check in and see how they're doing. And if the need arises, express your willingness to get them the kind of counseling we offer at Family Psychological Services. You can start that process by clicking the Ask About Services link on our website, drwest.com. That's dr-west.com. There's a lot of Mexican restaurants that claim to be authentic or think their food tastes that way, but nothing compares to Mama's Tamale Shop. Enjoy artistically prepared tamales, empanadas, and street tacos with your choice of meats and salsas that are prepared fresh daily. Mama's offers a kid's menu and vegan options as well. Relax and enjoy great food with the Mexican water on the patio. Not fancy or expensive, just plain delicious. Come hungry, leave satisfied. Only at Mama's Tamale Shop on 9th and Louisiana. 1320 KLWN Lawrence and FM 1017 K269 GP Lawrence. Depend on it. I appreciate Not all of it, though. Not all of it. I don't have enough. Welcome back in. We've got some uh, people grabbing some T-shirts. You should stop by as well. We're over at Big Mill. they got great Detroit-style pizza, which if you haven't tried, you, you need to right now. Good mm-hmm. cocktails, wings, burgers, everything you want from Big Mill. You can watch the game here or you can just stop by. It's walking distance. What would you say? Three blocks down? Well, I walked it memorial. earlier, so it's less than half yeah. a mile because that's what it is to the but place. If you come now, it'll be a little cooler yes. than when you did it. No, no, no. It's it's a quarter mile. It's, it's yeah, very it's easy. Very, very easy. Walkable. Very easy. So you can come by here, win all sorts of free stuff. We have $5 gift cards at Big Mill. Just either answer a trivia question or can we have like cornhole set up or spin it on the prize wheel. You have a bunch of ways that you can win with us here. Uh, obviously, KU is not the only game going on this weekend. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got our game picks for the week. Once again, reminder, we're just picking them straight, not picking them against the spread. It's like uh, what they do in college game day. You know, and, beef and up the We are exactly the same as them. And not mm-hmm. only that, Derek, normally last year, as you know, we had to deal with games going on before or during the KU game that we <laughs> yeah. couldn't pick. We actually get to pick a full weekend now because KU is playing on a Friday. And yeah, maybe they should just always play on Friday. I'm so on board with you that. Know, we have Saturday free, all that stuff. <laughs> um, okay, so the first game is a top 11 matchup between mm-hmm. Oregon and Georgia. Yeah. 11th ranked Oregon, 3rd ranked Georgia. I, I'll i just say this. We both have Georgia, but yeah. do you think Oregon can put up a fight? Uh, I, I mean, maybe. Obviously, uh, former Georgia D.C. Dan Lanning is now over at Oregon. Georgia won't be as good as, de- you know, defensively, but look, it's it's not only SEC versus Pac-12. It is a really, really good national nationally contending defending national champion program against the Pac-12 program. I'm going to take, you know, obviously Georgia... Here's a fun fact for you. Georgia hasn't played a school actively in the Pac-12 since 2009. Don't know why that is. It was Arizona State. Georgia won by three. I think they'll win by a lot more in this game. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I think this is Georgia big. Uh, North Carolina at Appalachian State. North Carolina to me, is a team that I think could surprise in the ACC. Because last year was the year where it was like, they had the great year two years ago, made it to the Orange Bowl. You had Sam Howell and like, what, two day two running back selections, two receiver 
selections who were, what, third or fourth round picks, something like that. I mean, they were loaded. And they lost, like, all their skill players, but they brought Sam Howell back. And, like, that was it. But that was enough for people to be like, oh, college football playoff dark horse. And it was like, they have nothing else around him. And they ended up going, whatever, six and seven, seven and six, something like that. I think this year they have more back, even though they don't have the quarterback. You have more around them. Mac Brown's been recruiting really well over the last couple of years. I think this is when that starts to come together. The fact that this is only like a one-point line scares me because it's like, mm-hmm. does Vegas know something? App State's going to be ready to go. Yeah. I think, though, that the fact that North Carolina played in Week 0, they had that momentum, Appalachian State did not, and that North Carolina doesn't have to play the we're the heavy favorite card. Like mm-hmm. They're basically playing the underdog card. I think that helps them. I like the Tar Heels. Yeah, I'll just say this. I'm taking App State, but I, I will say App State 13-1 in their last 14 home games. The last true home loss was a to a very good ranked Louisiana team, and that was in the COVID year anyway. Six at home last year, they beat Coastal Carolina. I, I think they're able to hang, and, and North Carolina disappointed me so much last year uh, that I don't ever want to pick them again. So that is why I'm <laughs> going from here. All right, Cincinnati, number 23, at number 19, Arkansas. Derek, take it away. I like Arkansas. Um, I think Cincinnati lost too much, and it just kind of boils down to that. That's fair. I w- it really does boil down yeah. to that. You, you cut it off there. No, look, Cincinnati has winning DNA. I wrote the same thing. They lost too much. Arkansas kind of sneaky good last year. Like, I I mean, I like remember they were a nine-win team. I didn't necessarily remember how impressive they were. They came within a touchdown of Bama, a point of Ole Miss, and that's, like, that's if, 11 wins right Arkansas's last year team, if you swapped them with Baylor last year who won the Big 12, I'm not saying they're as good, but mm-hmm. could they have hypothetically done the same thing? I think so. Yeah, I, th- I think it's reasonable. I, I think Baylor was a little bit better, but mm-hmm. look, Arkansas was pretty good, and again, they were they were basically two coin flip games away from being you know over that double-digit mark. Arkansas could be sneaky good this year. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um how about at UTSA is next. Yeah, yeah. Number 24 you Houston out. at UTSA. I like Houston. Um, we need them to be ranked so that if KU beats them, they could possibly be ranked the next week. Now, uh, I, Clayton Tune has been in college longer than we've both know, been alive. Right? So uh, that's why I'm going with them. I think it's just, for me, that Houston just I, – I just think they're better overall. I don't yeah. know. That, that seems like such a stupid way to pick a team. But I, I, just, I just like them better. Yeah. Uh, number 25, BYU at South Florida. Both teams in this game return a ton of starters. Uh, I think uh, BYU is number one in returning production by ESPN's SP+. So that right there is usually an indicator I look for, especially early in the season. I think it's one of the reasons why KU should be a lot better um, early in the season than maybe they were last year. So I will take BYU. BYU is my playoff dark horse. They're going to beat Baylor later this year. They're going to finish 11-1. and no, if they finish 11-1, I think they might actually make it. But I have them at like 9-3, and 10-2. But uh, this gets them off on the right foot. This is a fun one. This, yeah. this next one's a very fun one. I think this is probably the toughest one for me to pick. Uh, number seven, Utah at Florida. Look, Utah is not a sneaky playoff pick, but they're my kind of dark horse playoff pick just because, you know, I think people have been have thought they've been kind of working their way up toward it. They obviously stomped Oregon in the Pac-12 title game last year. They were right there with Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. Um, I like Utah. Give me Utah. I... Thought about taking Utah here just because I do think over the long haul of this season, they will be the better team. Mm-hmm. Florida, though, playing at home. Utah has been a slow starter over the past couple years. I think the Gators get them. I, I think the Gators pull the upset here. Now, at certain points, Florida was even favored by like a point or two here. So uh, I, I think that just shows you that, I don't know, maybe Vegas is, is kind of in on the idea this could be an upset. I, I like Florida there. Army at Coastal Carolina, battle of couple uh, option teams. Yeah, I was going to say types of options. battle of was almost KU's coach versus uh, B- 
beat Kansas. Yeah. Why, you know, the unfortunate team that Kansas scheduled that <laughs> right. then actually turned out to be really good. Look, yeah. um, I'm taking Army in this one. I don't necessarily I feel like the most strong about this, but I will say Coastal is among the bottom of the nation in terms of returning production. I also think Coastal is a little bit more beatable than some of the other, you know, traditional G or not traditional, but G5 giants of the last few years. I'll take Army just to be fun. Mm, okay. I'll take Coastal. I, I like the the multiplicity they have with the spread yep, a little bit more. Yep. They have more ability to pass and, and kind of work off it, and I just think they have better athletes. Yeah, they have more ability to pass than Army. <laughs> that is the analysis you're getting from Derek Johnson here. Boise <laughs> State at Oregon State. Who are you taking? I like Oregon State. I really like Oregon State this year. I think they can win eight or nine games, surprise some people. I like the way they've been building as a program. Mm -hmm. Had a nice year last year, finally making it back to a bowl game. I'm kind of down on where Boise's going as a program right now. Yeah. They're more defensive than offensive mm -hmm. now, which is kind of funny um, for anyone who grew up and like, or just consciously watched football in like the early 2000s. But yeah, I'll take Boise State. I don't feel super strong. This is the top. Uh, game of the week in terms of rankings, but uh, Derek, this line on the line on this game has shocked me. It's been a, a, above two touchdowns. I don't know if it's changed. Seventeen right now. Ohio State against Notre Dame. It is at Ohio State. I think I do want Ohio State, but that's just because I think there are like three legitimate powerhouse national title title contenders going into the season. I think Ohio State's one of them. To me, it's Alabama tier one. Ohio State may be flirting into that tier with them. Mm -hmm. Georgia is the next tier, and then everyone else. I think Ohio State's going to roll this year. I think they're going undefeated. I think that starts with this one. I do actually like Notre Dame to keep this a little bit close because I do like the physicality of Notre Dame. I think they have the advantage in the offensive and defensive lines. I can see them kind of mucking it up early, and then Ohio State pulls away late with all that skill talent that they have. But overall, I like the Buckeyes at home in this one. Last, Last one. Go ahead. Florida State, LSU, Sunday game. Played at uh, the Mer what is it Mercedes Superdome at this point? I don't know. Wherever the Saints play. Well, Derek, I'd I'd hate to pick against family, so I'm going to take LSU. <laughs> I'll take FSU. Um, that is not this who is you put in our rundown, flip. Derek. This is a total coin flip. Mm -hmm. Well, I took Florida State earlier on RCST so with got the points. You have. And I guess that's different because Florida State's getting three, so I could hypothetically think LSU is going to win by two, but like. I'm not going to call a 21-20 game or something Florida like that. Florida State brings back a lot more returning production than LSU. Yeah, I, I think there's maybe more known at the quarterback. I know Jaden Daniels, not Jalen Daniels, That's transfers crazy. over. He had some some good play at Arizona State, but he's also pretty inconsistent. Uh, I I was high on, on the hire that Florida State made when they brought uh, Mike Norvell over. <laughs> Mike Norvell, right, the guy from Memphis. Um, but it hasn't really got going yet, so maybe this will be going. Otherwise, he might be on the hot seat, honestly. All right, we're going to take another time out. We're live at Big Mail. Come by, spin our prize wheel, get free T-shirts. We have gift cards to give away. We have NASCAR tickets to give away. And uh, come say hi as we finish up the show. It's right on your way in to Memorial Stadium. This is the KU Tailgating Show on FM 1017 and 1320 KLWN. Depend on it. I'm Dr. Lee Beers with the American Academy of Pediatrics. As a mom, I know it's hard to parent during a pandemic. Kids are back in school, but you worry they'll be sent home because of a COVID exposure or just the sniffles. And you worry about your child getting sick from COVID and ending up in the hospital. What gives me peace of mind is the COVID vaccine. It's safe and effective against serious illness. And now kids five and older can get the vaccine. Please call your pediatrician. Spencer, you were right. This place is delicious. I know. Fine dining or what? Yes, that wall was simply divine. But have you tasted the floor? Here, try mine. 
Mmm, mm, that's almost as good as a trim. Isn't it? Want to prevent termites from making a meal of your home? Find out and put a stop to it with Premium Care Plus service from the experts at Shendel Pest Services. For a free pest evaluation of your home, visit PestZero.com. Ask about the Pest Zero guarantee. Learn more at PestZero.com or call 800-591-7378. Local radio continues to stand out among all audio platforms. Why? Because local radio broadcasters are one of you, members of the community who see, care about, and understand what's going on in our hometowns. Local radio supports businesses and schools while also providing breaking news and weather. Plus, local events coverage and entertainment. Staying connected to our communities is at the heart of what we do. Trusted, accessible, free. Kansas broadcasters remain focused on you. Trust your local radio station in Lawrence. FM 1017 and 1320 KLWN. 1320 KLWN Lawrence and FM 1017 K269 GP Lawrence. Depend on it. Welcome back into Big Mill. We're live out here. We've given away some of our tickets. All our KU football tickets are sadly gone, but we do have NASCAR mm-hmm. tickets to give away. They're free. We have uh, gift cards to Big Mill. We have our prize wheel. You can spin, get some t-shirts, koozie, all sorts of stuff here. And you can come say hi to myself and uh, Scott Chasen as we continue on with our yeah. KU tailgating mm-hmm. show here on KLWN. We've got a new segment that we're going to do for, mm-hmm. for this year's edition. We've got a Jayhawk Daily Fantasy. So, as part of this, obviously it'd be a little tough if we were like, hey, we each take a quarterback. It'd be a little better for this game. I will take Jalen Daniels. Yeah, exactly, right? That'll just be the first pick every time whoever yes. takes it. Yeah. Now, again, this game may be a little different because if they're up big, maybe Jason Bean gets a lot of run. But mm-hmm. instead of doing that, we're just going to do you take four players. And it'll be standard fantasy scoring, which I don't want to go through all that because it's a lot. If we, you've played fantasy football, you, you, know you have an play, idea. Right? You get points for receiving yards, touchdowns, yeah, yeah, so, all that. So, um, we also um, are going to have individual defensive players, yep. and that is just standard scoring. You can look that up if you're interested. You Basically, you get like a point for tackle, two for a sack, or whatever. So, I will I will let you have the first pick here. We're going to take four. It'll be several. Unless, do you want the second? I, no, we're going to do four offensive players, two defensive players. And basically, it's just who you think is going to produce. It's a little bit different than players to watch. Because, for example, I like Lorenzo McCaskill. I don't necessarily envision him playing the most snaps. And that's why, um, you know, when I start this game, I'm actually going to take a defensive player first. Ooh. I'm going to take Gavin Potter. I think Gavin Potter is a guy with a ton to prove this year. He's in a, a now in a battle, you know, for playing time with, a talented and a deep linebacking core. I think this is a chance where KU is going to put him out in the field. The transfers are still, you know, getting acclimated, learning things. I think he's going to have a chance to rack up a lot of stats. I think tackles, I think maybe a sack or two. He's generally been pretty good when he's rushed off the edge. Um, So I'm trying to be different. I'm trying to be fun, get some different names in there, and I'll go with him number one. Okay. How about I go with a defensive player then, too? Please do. I want Lonnie Phelps. Yep. I think Lonnie Phelps could get a sack or two in this game. Um, Sacks as part of this are worth two points. Um, I could just see him having a disruptive game, maybe forcing a fumble, something like that. I'll take Lonnie Phelps, one of my defensive players, and then I get a back-to-back pick. Yeah, go offense. Yeah. Um, so it's four skill positions, correct? Yeah. Four skill positions, no limitations. I mean, the obvious one is Devin Neal. Go for him. I'll just take the obvious one with Devin Neal. Now, in a game like this, yeah, Devin Neal could only get, what, 10 carries? Yeah, and then it could be split with everyone else, right? Yeah. So it's a little more dangerous in this game, but I'll, I'll just still go with Devin Neal and the talent. Yeah, and I was going to go running back. I, my next pick, I want to go Daniel Hyshaw for a couple of reasons. One, kind of sounds like he's had the most impressive camp, if you've listened to know, you know, to Lance Leipold throughout, you know, kind of these these camp availabilities that he's done. And then also, I think Lance Leipold wants to make a point with him. He, he kind of stood up for him when, you know, he was asked about some of the transfer talent coming in. He made it a point to say, no one is pushing this guy around. 
down. No one is taking his snaps away. Daniel Hyshaw has planted his flag in that running back running backs room um, and proved he belongs there. So um, I will take him. I think he has a nice game. I'm going to take Luke Grimm as well. I think Luke Grimm, I think we agree, is the number one target of Jalen Daniels this year. I expect him to get a couple balls to Luke Grimm early just to get him, you know, Jalen Daniels some confidence, get that offense moving a little bit. So I expect both of those guys to be used a lot. Yeah, I, I think that's a good one. That would have been my next pick here. So uh, I'll just get the next receiver that I'm confident in. That would be Lawrence Arnold. Yeah. He caught one or two touchdowns last year against South Dakota in a game like this. I think he's kind of in a prove-it situation, too. Like, you're talking about a guy that almost transferred away earlier this offseason, and now you come back, like, let's see what's out there for you. So, uh, Lawrence Arnold will be my first one, so I still need one defender and two skill position players. two more skill position, yeah. Let's go with, uh, see, I'm tempted to take a tight end, but it's like, Go for Even it. a good tight end game could be two catches, mm-hmm. three catches. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go another running back. I'll go with Kai Thomas. I think that's a good pick. I think that's very reasonable. And I was holding my breath because there was a player I was hoping to get on the other side of this. Again, question about how much he'll play, especially if this game is out of reach. But Kenny Logan, I, I think, is going to rack up tackles. Now, where this hurts you in daily fantasy is he's probably not going to get a sack today. If he doesn't get an interception, that's really his other point to get a lot of points. But, look, I think he'll rack up a lot of tackles. I don't know that he'll be this team's leading tackler again, nor would you necessarily want that. But I think he's got an opportunity to make a lot of plays today. The COVID-19 vaccine is an important choice for people at higher risk of COVID-19 complications because of diabetes, high blood pressure, and heart conditions. Getting back to life. It's up to you. A message from the American Heart Association. Hey there, I'm Lance Bass, and this is Chip. And if you're like me, your pets mean the world to you. And if disaster strikes, saving them is a priority. Learn how to keep your best friends safe at AmericanHumane.org. This is Jamie Foxx. If you're 45 or older, you need to get yourself screened for colon cancer. Don't make the mistake of waiting until you have symptoms. Get screened for colon cancer. Learn how at StandUpToCancer.org slash colon cancer. Seeing the world through new eyes and the earth for miles above. Not just breaking news, but breaking barriers. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. The Miracle Area of Narcotics Anonymous serves Douglas, Lecompton, Franklin, and parts of Shawnee counties in Kansas. We hold meetings in Lawrence, Baldwin City, Lecompton, Eudora, Ottawa, and Tecumseh. We are part of the Mid-America region of Narcotics Anonymous. If you are new, welcome. We suggest that you come to as many meetings as possible. We can help. Contact Narcotics Anonymous at MiracleAreaNA.com or call our service number at 855-732-HOPE. No addict is turned away. Zoom and face-to-face meetings are open now. Find out more at MiracleAreaNA.com. Mary Global wants you to come grow with them. Mary Global is expanding its Lawrence operations and needs great people to grow in their careers with these expanding opportunities. Entry-level operators get $17.50 per hour with a chance to earn a raise after 90 days. Great benefits and a company that cares are all part of joining the Barry Global team. Ask about their $600 hiring bonus. Why work a job when you can build a career? Apply today at barryglobal.com careers. 
Breaking news from Academy Cars. Crazy prices everywhere are making people say no to things they want and need. It can be a huge pain at the pump. I'm Lonnie Blackburn. And I'm BJ Blackburn. So here's what we've decided to do. It's our nickel pickle sale. Right now, just a nickel and you can drive. You can drive a nicer, newer car for just five cents down. Drive a nicer, newer car for the low, low payment of only two sixty nine a month. We're in a pickle and you can drive for a nickel. And my For the People credit approval process, whether your credit is the best, blemished, or bruised, means you could be approved and driving today and up to $2,500 for any old trade regardless of condition so come in have a pickle bring your nickel get approved and drive away today i'm lonnie blackburn and i'm bj blackburn and we're your dealers for the people in lovely lawrence kansas log on now academycars.com or call us 785-841-0102 academy cars Requires tax approval. offers do not combine negative equity may be refinanced stock number 9618 nickel down sales tax added min fee extra 3.99 percent apr 269 per month 75 months minimum trade-in does not apply to advertised When a child is abducted, the first three hours are the most critical in saving their life. When you hear an Amber Alert, visit ksamber.org and keep listening to this radio station for the latest updates. If you see the child or the abductor, call 911 immediately. Every second counts. Saving a life is within your reach. We must all help to bring them home safely. This message is brought to you by the Kansas Bureau of Investigation. Local radio continues to stand out among all audio platforms. Why? Because local radio broadcasters are one of you. Members of the community who see, care about, and understand what's going on in our hometowns. Local radio supports businesses and schools while also providing breaking news and weather, plus local events coverage and entertainment. Staying connected to our communities is at the heart of what we do. Trusted, accessible, free. Kansas broadcasters remain focused on you. This is Brad Keselowski, driver of the number two discount tire Ford Fusion. My pit crew uses a lot of sophisticated tools to keep my car in winning shape. But all you need to check your tire's tread is a penny. Simply insert the coin, Lincoln's head first, into your tire groups. If you can see Lincoln's entire head, it's time for new tires. Remember, tires with proper tread stop and handle better, especially when the roads are wet. A message from the U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association. I loved playing high school sports. I love the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry, and I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Kansas did. And now, I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. This message presented by the Kansas State High School Activities Association and the Kansas Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. 1320 KLWN Lawrence and FM 1017 K269 GP Lawrence. Depend on it. I'm just kidding.
Welcome back to Big Mill. Uh, Kiss Crew is going to be out here till 6.30. Our show ends in a little bit here in about 10 minutes to move over for Crimson and Blue coverage because you can hear it on KLWN. At 6.30 is when the coverage will take over on 105.9 Kiss. By the way, if you're looking for high school football tonight, Free State will be on 92.9 The Bowl at 7 o'clock. So with Scott Chase and Derek Johnson at Big Mill, we still got plenty of stuff to give away here. Let's get into another edition of Good Idea, Bad Idea. Love this segment here. Andy Kotelnicki said earlier this week, if they had 11 good linemen, they would find a way to get all of them on the field. Mm-hmm. Running to play with 11 offensive linemen. Good idea, bad idea. Awesome idea. It'd be <laughs> super fun. Just one play, trick play, uh-huh. fun game. And then could you imagine another team spending time? Like, what are we going to do if they, if they put 11 linemen on the field? I think you have to go shotgun. It has to be a goal line formation. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could do, I think the Giants did it last year where they ran like a quarterback sneak from like their own 10 or something like that. So you could really do it either way. You know, know who is to say which way is the right football strategy. Um, bad idea in real football. Good idea in fun football. Um, it's a bad idea. I just it was I, I your idea. Would fumble the ball. No, it was Andy Kotelnicki's well, idea. Well, you were the one who put it here. How about the offshoot of this? Because okay. this is what he originally said was, you know, hey, you got so many good running backs, you might play all of them at once. Four running backs on the field. Good idea, bad idea. Again, bad idea. But if it's just like one play and it's a fun trick play, then it could be a good idea. Yeah, what do you think about two or three, though? I, I think KU will have those yes. guys. We'll find ways to use those guys. I think we'll see formations with two on the field a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, with three, I think it's definitely possible, especially with Savion Morrison and yep. Corey Lachlan. Yep. Both those guys, I wouldn't be surprised if you see them in a certain situation, like where they're in the slot or maybe coming in motion, an end around, something like that. Yeah. Uh, what about that play that KU runs where just like, I don't even know what to call it. They just immediately snap out of the huddle. Everybody sprints up to the line of scrimmage. They quickly try to snap the ball. A lot of times it's a quarterback sneak. Good yeah, idea. Yeah, bad idea. It's a third down play. A lot of times where they just kind of line up facing the defense or they're all standing there. Hurry up to the line. Boom. Immediately snap it. Didn't seem like it seemed like it might have worked early. Not so much late. I, I don't know. Look, I'm a, I'm a believer that if your execution is better than your opponent's execution, then you just want things to be normal. You want to line yeah. up. You want to have a quarterback that can analyze the defense. You can call the right plays. Situationally, I think it's fine to do that. But I think if you're KU, you're hoping to not need to rely on that stuff more. Yeah. So the one thing I'm hoping this year, because it felt like every time they did it last year, it was the same play. Mm-hmm. It was like a QB sneak. I'm hoping this year that they've gone, hey. That we just wanted to get that on film for everyone. This year, we're going to start running stuff off of it. And if that is the case, then I like it. If not, it's a bad idea. Playing the long con. Here's one. Good idea, bad idea. Jason Bean for a quarter or more of quarterback today. Um, I mean, medium idea. I, I think that's very possible. He plays the fourth quarter. What's a medium idea? How about neutral? Was neutral, neutral the word yeah. you were looking for? Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a medium word. It was a grande idea. It yeah. was a grande idea. <laughs> Uh, okay, last one. Playing the defensive transfers as much as possible. A lot of them are listed as second string on the two deep. So good idea, bad idea. I think that's a good idea. I think that's something that KU should try to accomplish today. I think KU should try and get as many guys on the field as possible. Obviously, the exception being is the game in reach. Is it out of reach? If it's in reach, you need to play guys that you trust to make the right plays, even if it's just a couple of scores. You want to be impressive. You want to have confidence coming off of this game, and there's nothing like an actual dress rehearsal. But Look, if this game's out of reach, get some new guys in there. Mix them up. Mix up. Try different lineups. Put things on film. Give players opportunities. See what happens. Yeah, I would try and play those guys as much as possible. And Derek, even though you didn't ask me, I, w- I would actually like to see Jason Bean get a quarter. Um, 
you know, I, I talked to Carter Stanley leading up to the season. He talked about his freshman year when David Beatty had asked, you know, if, if he was ready to go in a game in case of injury. There was a, a situation that happened in a Texas game. And at the time, Carter Stanley was redshirting. And it was the type of play, the type of year where if you play one snap, your redshirt's burned. He said he didn't feel ready to go in. He'd just been on scout team. He hadn't been with the ones and twos. Give Jason Bean some opportunities. That's what I would like to see. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's uh, a good idea. Okay, let's get to our final predictions for the game. We'll start with this. Kansas will win and cover if what? Well, I think if the offensive line is truly dominant, if Kansas can run all over the defense and you see the growth from bringing back some of those guys from having, you know, obviously some people who are with Lance Leipold at Buffalo have had a chance to grow on that system. If that offensive line just mauls dudes at the point of attack, Kansas is going to get whatever it wants offensively. They're going to score a lot of points. They're going to cover that 30-point line. Yeah, I would say they just can't turn it over. Like, that—that mm-hmm. that is a question coming into the season. Um, is Jalen Day, like, you have the two interceptions in the red zone against West Virginia. Is that going to be a thing that comes up into play? If this is a game where, you know, you have two interceptions and a fumble, you have a muff punt, something like that, I don't think it's going to be possible for KU to cover. But if you're turnover free, I would imagine you're going to force one or two in this game. You're just better athletically, right? then I think you should cover. I think KU should play turnover-free football, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, again, what we talked about, A lot of times flags. turnovers are forced because you're in a bad situation, right? Yeah. If you're under pressure as a quarterback, if you it's thrown third into a bad situation, if you, right? You know, so yeah. if you're playing a better team, you should have less of those stressful situations. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I think that's absolutely the case. And again, it kind of goes back to the red flag thing, that if, if you're Kansas, you're just trying to avoid the, showing those things that make you a little bit worried about this team. Turnovers are one. I think Kansas, I mean, at most, one turnover that's kind of a freak thing that you feel okay about anything more than that, I think you'd be a little bit concerned. Okay, what about the other side? Tennessee Tech will cover if what? Kansas's defense looks like it's still adjusting to new faces, new scheme, whatever. I mean, it's it's the same scheme, but it's different, right? Year one, you're going to simplify things as much as possible under Brian Borland. You're going to, you know, you're just trying to get guys on the field who know what they're doing um, and, and make it as easy for them as possible. Now I think you see that next step where you really want that defense to start doing creative things that will fluster defenses. Kansas had a lot of trouble in the second half last year. I think they only won one second half, if memory serves. Um, defense has got to be better, but defense as the game goes on, um, you know, I, I think if Kansas's defense is still struggling or, or still learning some of those things and still adjusting, that's where maybe Tennessee Tech gets the cover. All right, final prediction. We know the spread is like 30, 31 points. The over-under is around 60 points. Sports betting is now legal in Kansas. So make your score prediction and take note that anybody could view this as, okay, well, that's what I would take for the spread. Derek, I said 35 to 10 KU. Mm-hmm. Seeing all these people come in, I'm feeling a vibe. I think we just <laughs> saw a bunch of Jalen Daniels. Okay, yeah, one jerseys. extra prediction. Yeah. Uh, give me like a round number. How many how many fans are in Memorial Stadium? A lot of people, Derek. I am bad at predicting <laughs> attendance, but I, I think it's going to be more than last okay. year. I, I think if you take last year's opener and add five, six, seven thousand 7,000 to it, that's probably what you want. I'm saying like 35 to 40, which is pretty good. I mean, years past, we've seen even 20 or 25 in the opener, so I think that'd be a good show. That is both two numbers and a range and not a, a single round number, but thanks. Do you have a prediction? I'll give you 38. 38,000. Yes. Uh, okay, my prediction, I'm going to go 34-17. I think it's kind of a ho-hum win. I don't think it's going to be one where KU's too stressed in the third or fourth quarter, but also not one that KU can totally sleep on. Um, I am a little worried. Tennessee Tech had a really good – they had the best run defense in their conference last year. They like to run the football offensively. Those are both things that could challenge KU just stylistically, but KU is just better. They just have better athletes on the field. 
I think the Jayhawks win this one pretty handily, but I wouldn't be comfortable taking KU in the spread. I do like the under mm-hmm. in this game. Mm-hmm. He's Scott Jason. I'm Derek Johnson. Come on out to Big Mail. Kiss Crew going to be here till 6.30. You can spin the prize wheel, win all sorts of free goodies. But that'll do it for this show here on KLWN. Crimson and Blue Show taking over next. Thanks to Nick Springer back in the KLWN studio. Derek Johnson for Scott Jason. See you next time in late September.